Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Greetings listeners, from my shelter in place to yours. I'm Kim Selby, the San Francisco editor of the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour podcast. Today, Lynn Janae Resitas joins me, and you may be familiar with her because she is a New York Times and international best-selling author of The Plan and The Metabolism Plan. And you may have seen her on Dr. Oz or another morning show, and she has been featured in some of our favorite publications as well for her plan. I did quote marks there. And it's an anti-inflammatory nutritional protocol and so much more. We're going to learn all about Lynn Janae, how she got started, and all about the plan. So welcome, Lynn Janae. Thanks so much, Kim. And I have to say, I'm really jonesing for San Francisco right now. I miss the natural beauty and the people and the food, but that's that's another story. I'll have to <laughs> now, you are coming to us from New York City, is that correct? Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly interesting here. I have a restaurant here, and we're we're in the midst of everything that's going on. I'm right by Columbia Presbyterian, so Ooh. Uh, these are interesting, interesting times, my friend. Yes, in fact, I did look at your restaurant, and I noticed you are still doing takeout, right? Well, yeah, it's it's against the law to have people dine in here. Which right. Really exciting is that Mount Sinai and a bunch of the leading hospitals are now saying that to combat this virus and the people that are doing well are people that have lowered inflammation, uh, do not, are, are not obese, uh, have balanced blood sugar, balanced blood pressure. And these are all things that my diet helps. So, you know, even though the plan came out six, seven years ago, it's uh, just as important now, if not more than important, for people to understand that the foods that work for their chemistry are going to allow them to be at their best health. And it, if you need to lose weight, look, you're going to lose weight. That's an exciting side benefit. But at this point, that's not our major focus. Okay, that is something I do want to ask you about as well. But tell me, what is your background? What got you into nutrition? And caring about the inflammation in our bodies? Was it something personal or have you always been interested in food and the benefits and what it does for us? Well, young lady, that could be a whole story there. Um, <laughs> okay, briefly, briefly. Yeah, I'll try to make it as brief as possible. Uh, I had chronic migraines uh, as a child. My mother uh, was bipolar, schizophrenic. Um, my brother wound up becoming a doctor and I decided to pursue nutrition. And I've been working uh, in the health and nutrition business for over 40 years now. And I've always been blending the two of, you know, uh, of food that nourishes uh, your gut and your palate, as well as your immune system. And so I started the plan 
in Harlem, gosh, maybe 13 years ago, when I started to notice that people were eating healthy foods, what, what I had been telling people, like every other nutritionist, you need to eat the salmon, the Greek yogurt, the quinoa, the asparagus, the strawberries, uh, the black beans. And, and what I was finding, Kim, was that these foods were doing the exact opposite of promoting health. And in fact, these very foods were highly inflammatory and they were exacerbating people's symptoms uh, as well as causing weight gain. So if you had migraines, you'd get a migraine. If you had constipation, you'd have constipation. If you'd had depression, you'd have depression. And these foods would literally, within minutes of eating them, be like a match to the wick and cause whatever is latent in you to explode. So obviously, uh, I wanted to help people find out the foods that may be healthy for your best friend, may be healthy for your sister, may be healthy for somebody else, but was causing inflammation for you. So it's your, what you have discovered is that every single body is different. And so when someone goes on, you know, whatever, one of the popular diets, paleo or keto or whatever it is, it may not be working for every body because our bodies are also different. Is that correct? That's absolutely true. And, and, you know, I know you do a lot of research as a researcher. I can say that when you're reading, uh, articles, you know, peer reviewed articles that will say, um, this worked for 70% of the population, so you need to do this. Well, sometimes, Kim, you're going to fall on the 30% it, it doesn't work for, right? I was just reading this one great article about um, this diet that worked for Finnish men in their 20s. I'm not a man. I'm not in my 20s, and I'm certainly not Finnish. But what winds up happening is we start to extrapolate this information and say we all need to do that instead of recognizing that health is based on many factors. Some of it is genetics. Definitely, it's based on gender. A lot of it is based on age. And so rather than coming up with saying, you need to eat paleo or vegan, Kim, frankly, I don't care how you eat. You can eat any way you want. But every diet is going to have its pitfalls if you are eating a food that doesn't work for your body. Right. So, so in the, I mean, I think it's really interesting because I know that I have been diagnosed, you know, about six years ago with an autoimmune disease, and I know that it is based on inflammation. So I have done a little bit of research. I'm fine, you know, but I'm fine. But can you tell us a little bit about how the plan works? I assume it's an elimination type of diet. I don't, I don't know exactly. And I'm also, as I was thinking about this, I thought, well, this is the perfect time for someone to try the plan while we are at home. I, uh, you know, I've been saying there's no better time to do this now because we're all cooking from home. And this is the time that you can really uh, invest in your health while it's really hard in many ways for us to deal with you know the stay at home things that we do it's allowing us to slow down it's allowing us to take better care of ourselves so yes this is the perfect time to do that and um as a nutritionist of oh my goodness over 35 years now um i've been i've been exposed to many dietary uh, theories and protocols and an elimination rotation diet is very interesting 
But what has been lacking is one major factor, Kim. So when I first came up with the plan, the prevailing theory was that obesity caused inflammation. And what I found in real time was, was that foods that caused inflammation would cause obesity and would trigger whatever was latent in your, in your health. So what I started to do in this little health center in Harlem, which wound up having people from all over the world come over uh, to see me, was that I started to actually analyze on a day-by-day -day basis people's bio-individual response to healthy foods. Because hmm. let's face it, I'm not going to be really that interested in testing the deep fried Oreos, right? <laughs> what was interesting was that I was observing people having an extreme inflammatory response to foods that we and I had always thought was healthy. So what I started to do is after the first couple of hundred people gathering their data, I started to come up with my own reactive food list. So unlike a traditional uh, elimination diet, I used my data gathering, which I update, by the way, every single year from people all over the world, and, and said, we are going to use this protocol of an elimination rotation diet, but we're going to start with the least inflammatory foods to testing the more inflammatory foods. And rather than me saying, you need to be a vegetarian, or you need to give up carbs, or you need to do this, I allow you to test the foods that you love. Because in the reality, Ken, is most people are only eating maybe three to five foods that are causing inflammation. But because an inflammatory response can last for 72 hours, if you're eating strawberries and quinoa and Greek yogurt a few times a week, you're going to be in a chronic state of inflammation if those foods don't work for your body. So, and, and we all know that diets don't work, right? Right. But if we determine that the strawberries are inflammatory for you and blueberries aren't, then have the blueberries. That's not rocket science, right? You're just making a better choice for you. If, if you eat salmon, which is highly inflammatory for most people, but eat flounder or halibut, and that's lower inflammatory, you're still having a fish. You're eating a food that works for your chemistry. So if I don't try to alter the way you eat, I just help you make smarter chemical choices for your body. It's not a diet. You're recognizing that these foods are not only causing weight gain, they're making you sick, and you omit them and you remove them. It's a very simple process. You do say that there are certain foods that are 80% of people are, or something like this, I may be quoting incorrectly, but that there are certain foods that many of us are, are reactive to, and they are some of the ones you just mentioned, right? It's surprising, right? It's shocking. Yes, I eat strawberries all the time. Yeah, my, my favorite story is, one woman wrote to me on Facebook and she goes, Lynn, I love you. I found out it was the strawberries that are making me fat and not the cheesecake. As soon as she cut out those strawberries, she could have cheesecake a few times a week and feel totally great. That's so funny. I mean, I don't, um, well, I'm fortunate, but I also take care of myself so I don't need to lose weight. But I, I, I always want to have more energy. One of the things you said, I think is, uh, let's see, what did you say? 
The plan is an effective way to lose weight, improve health, and reverse the aging process. Hello, I am all about reversing the aging process. So, I mean, if I guess, how would I know if strawberries caused inflammation in me? Okay, that's such a great, great question because what we're measuring, when I first wrote the plan, first of all, everybody said I was crazy. Nobody was talking about inflammation. Nobody was talking about gut function. Can, can you believe that? That's just so key. I mean, the gut is less than eight years ago. Nobody was talking about gut function and, and immune function. They weren't talking about gut function and serotonin. Uh, so my publishing company went on a huge limb by publishing my book. And I, I almost got no media coverage because everybody said we love her story and everybody, every single news outlet refused to cover me. And Dr. Oz took a chance and he said, I really like what she's saying. And as soon as he covered me and I went to the New York Times bestseller number one, then everybody wanted to hear what I said. And now, of course, what I'm saying is uh, the prevailing theory is that on a bio-individual basis, uh, healthy food can cause inflammation for you and you need to identify and remove it so that your body can start to heal. Yes, that reverses aging. Yes, if you need to lose weight, you're going to lose weight. But it's more than that. It's depression, it's anxiety, it's chronic pain, and it's autoimmune disease. So if you have an autoimmune disease, you can, and I see this with a lot of folks like you that are smart, they're, they're able to moderate their weight, but they're not able to put these diseases in remission. So when you eat a food, and Kim, I know you know about leaky gut, but maybe some of your folks don't. What you can think about is, when you eat a food that doesn't work for your body, and let's say it's those strawberries, you can think of your intestines as being this, this barrier that is supposed to be impermeable, which means that you eat the strawberries, you digest the strawberries, you excrete the strawberries. But what winds up happening is if those strawberries don't work for you, what you can think of them as is almost a nail file to your gut. And then that nail file starts to erode away at your mucosa, and now those strawberries escape into your bloodstream. Now your bloodstream is used to dealing with a lot of stuff, but it's not used to dealing with strawberries. So what it, it starts to do is it starts to say to your immune system, oh no, guys, we're under attack. We have to alert our immune system. And that's how autoimmune diseases can start to rise. So, Kim, if you identify the strawberries don't work for you and you cut them out, guess what happens? Your autoimmune stuff goes in remission. But if you don't identify the strawberries don't work for you, then what's going to wind up happening is that more foods are going to become inflammatory. Well, now maybe it's the quinoa. Now maybe it's the turkey. Now maybe it's the asparagus. Now that nail file is scrubbing away at your mucosa all the time and your body's on high alert. And this is in many ways what we're dealing with when we're talking about COVID. Your immune system is already so heightened and then we have these pro-inflammatory cytokines and that's when our systems become overwhelmed. Now the good news is and this is amazing, Kim. 
literally in 72, 96 hours, we can completely reverse this high in flight, uh, inflammatory state. Our bodies are amazing machines. They always want to heal. But your body's always going to divert energy from healing to digestion. And when you remember that concept, and when you remember that your body wants to heal, but only if you're eating the foods that work for you, we're on a win-win basis. So if I, I guess the thing that I don't understand because I would have to read the book is how I figure out which are the ones that are causing inflammation. I mean, do you feel it immediately or, I mean, and not me personally, but one, you know. I think, I think it's helpful to say me, right? Because now that we all know that we're all eating at least three foods that cause inflammation, I have to tell you, my friendly foods change all the time, but I know how to test it. Oh. So what I developed was a very simple method, which involves probably the most hated product in your house. <laughs> it's your scale. Oh. That scale is the best diagnostic tool that you can have. So how many times, Kim, have you stepped on the scale and said, the day before, you're like, I'm going to eat so healthy. This is, I, I, I want to take charge of my health. And, and you step on the scale and you're like, wait, how did I gain a pound? How did I gain two pounds? Right? It's happened to all of us. What winds up happening is when you eat a food that doesn't work for your body, it produces a histamine response. Mm -hmm. Now, for most of us, we're just thinking of a histamine response as seasonal allergies, right? Or maybe you have little hives, maybe little eczema, little psoriasis, your nose is dripping. But when you eat a reactive food, it causes a histamine response, and that causes your capillaries to leak fluid. Now, the great news is, is that when we step on the scale the next day after testing, say those strawberries, and we gained one to two pounds, we know that our body has released a histamine response, which causes short-term water weight gain. Hmm. Oh, now, that's it. Yes. I see. So, so I thought, how can you gain weight so quickly? I, uh, you know, I... I mean, in the past, I don't have those issues now, but I do understand and I, I do know. And I also know that I, if I eat corn chips, I have a stomach ache immediately. So I know that corn is something I should not have in my body. And yet I do eat corn chips. I mean, you know, in a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant or whatever. Okay, okay so let's, let's, I'm going to throw, I'm going to be devil's advocate there, Kim, because I, I also own a restaurant and I know that 99% of the restaurants use soy oil for their frying. Maybe you're absolutely fine with corn, but they're frying in soy, which is highly inflammatory. No, that's a good point, because I don't, I avoid soy as well. So there you go. Yeah. And with an autoimmune disease, you're absolutely smart. Yeah, I had one client who uh, finally said, we identified that soy was a huge trigger for her. She went to, and she was, gaining weight and feeling awful at every restaurant that she went to. She spoke to her waiter and the waiter said, she said, I have a huge soy allergy. She wound up having a soy free meal and didn't gain weight and, and feel great. So it's knowledge. What I'm, what I'm giving folks 
are tools. This really isn't a diet per se. It's an ability for you to analyze how you respond to foods and then based on that, making some smart choices. But here's what happens after that histamine response, Kim, and this is how it, it causes inflammation. And once again, we're always concerned about that because of premature aging and type two diabetes and heart disease. But right now, everybody's saying that inflammation is one of the major risk factors for you not doing so well if you contract COVID. Wow. So uh, when you have that histamine response, the next thing that happens is you have heightened levels of cortisol. You know, that's our stress hormone. Right. right? We know that, that stress hormone will cause weight gain and stress can kill you. It's going to unbalance your hormones because you have heightened levels of cortisol. It's going to directly affect gut function. And that's Kim when we need to be concerned because 90% of your immune function is in your gut as well as a majority of serotonin, your feel good hormone is in your gut. So if we can identify and remove the foods that are inflammatory for us, then what winds up happening is we free up our body's energy to heal. Mm, that makes sense. So do you actually work one-on-one -on -one with people? I do. I do. I, ha I have a wonderful team. Um, I, have, I personally work with people. I've got about 15 people on my staff um, here in you know, countries all over the world. And it's been pretty amazing. And, and I have to say, and I've been sharing my strain, and I, I finally got around to sharing it without crying, was that I'm sure you know in, in New York, we're very uh, active in, in with this antibody testing. And my son had um, a three-week uh, quote-unquote flu, and I kept saying, this isn't normal, this isn't normal, my son doesn't have the flu. So I pushed my doctor, his pediatrician, he's a new pediatrician who has since been fired, um, to run some antibody testing. And sure enough, the antibodies that he had showed that he had COVID. Oh my goodness. How long ago was this? This was in uh, February. So probably from, the, the, probably from about February 5th to about February 20th. So I got um, my blood work just done as part of my annual um uh march 3rd and my cbc uh which is part of your blood work showed that my immune system was under complete attack um, um my white blood cell count was completely down my lymphocytes were high so he diagnosed me as having leukopenia and leukopenia would be something that you would see with somebody that has cancer for instance meanwhile i'm following i'm doing the plan Right. Um, I'm eating the foods that work for me. I introduced a lot of the, the healing supplements and herbs that I have specifically for this time. After I saw that, I said, I want to have my blood work redone. Everything came back normal. Hmm. So what you changed was adding supplements or changing some of the things that you know cause inflammation? Absolutely, because I'm not a big fan of supplements taken long-term. I actually, I only believe you should take supplements as a catalyst for your health. 
But because I live in New York, because I run a restaurant in a very high risk area, we have some of the highest risks of, or the, the highest infections of COVID in Manhattan. Um, I said, this is the time you don't play around. These are the time you take some herbs, some supplements. My CBC went from being dire to completely normal in two weeks. But what was interesting, Kim, was that I was asymptomatic. And I think that even if I wouldn't have taken those things by following the diet that I had, I would be okay. The risk is, is that we don't want to spread this to people. Right, so we need right. to create an awareness. Well, that, that's amazing. And your son is okay now? Oh my God, he's amazing. He's, as a matter of fact, his lung function is the best that it's ever been because he, he had asthma when he was a baby. Right. Uh, until he's about seven years old. He's running faster and farther than he's ever done. Uh, he's, he's doing great, but it was a scary three weeks when I was asking doctors, why is my son so sick? Please run more tests. And they wouldn't because at that point, you know, nobody knew. Right, right. So did, did you change the way he ate while he was feeling ill? Uh, no, I mean, we, we eat super, super clean. Obviously, he was exposed to it. You know, New York's an international city. Yes. Um, they're now saying that it probably didn't come from Asia. It probably came from Europe. We have a large Italian population, a large Spanish population. Um, I did include some herbs for him, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, if you, I'm going to do a, just a brief rundown. And remember, this is not meant to diagnosed to prescribe to do anything and i'm going to be talking about this and i talk every thursday on my facebook fan page about my latest research um, and about what's going on here's oh, here's what right. i find is important we want to make sure we get all that information and it what is your what, uh facebook is it under your name lynn Janae? The Lynn Janae plan. Luckily, luckily Lynn Janae is a pain in the butt. I think there's only one person in the world that has, and I think she lives in New Zealand. So if you like the Lynn Janae plan, <laughs> you're going to be able to find me. And every Thursday, I do a live podcast. Oh, that, that's my, good. Yeah, what winds up happening is that whatever I recommend winds up getting sold out. So I keep updating the information. But we want to recognize there are a few things we want to do. One, we want to have diet can we want to have a diet that lowers inflammation two we want to be able to have herbs or supplements that promote lung health uh, and when we think of lung health a lot of times we don't think of our sinuses right but from our sinuses down to our colon we're one long mucosal chain when we protect that chain we protect ourselves from sinusitis from GERD from asthma, from COVID to autoimmune disease, because that's, that's the name of the game. So some things that I recommend, and once again, you can just type up anything on my Facebook fan page, anything to, to search it. MSM is super important right now. Um, I'm not sure where you are right now, Kim, but it, all of my, the, the clients that I'm working with in California, are having huge histamine responses from a lot of the pollen. Yeah, exactly. It's really bad here. It's bad, it's bad, right? And especially with global warming, San Francisco and that whole area isn't used to this kind of heat for such an extended period of time. So MSM 
and, and I'll write a document specifically for you, Ken, so you can send it to your folks. Great. What MSM does, MSM is sulfur. So for anyone that liked chemistry, remembers anything from chemistry, sulfur is a compound that's found in onions, um, it's found in a bunch of vegetables, but it's not found in a large enough concentration that can act as a protective barrier. MSM acts like a shield. Good. Okay. Sinuses down to your gut. You could have a cat allergy, dog allergy, pollen allergy. Taking MSM literally acts as a shield so that those external allergens don't irritate your mucosa. Super okay. important. I'm getting those today. <laughs> and and it's, it's amazing. Um, and I recommend people take it for six weeks. With, with COVID right now, we might look, let's face it, some things we might need to take longer. longer. Mullen leaf is one of my favorite herbs. Um, unfortunately, I've seen the, since I've been speaking about it, I've seen the prices triple. Ugh. It Thank used you. to be about $15 for a pound bag, and now it's $50. But at the end of the day, that pound bag is going to last you a year. It's an investment in your health. Mullen leaf is an herb that uh, helps with bronchitis. It helps with pneumonia. It's antiviral. Super important. Great. Slippery elm is another one. Slippery elm is an interesting one because it's also super good with people with autoimmune disease. So once again, it's going to help to protect your mucosa and it's going to help with gut function. Yes, I've, I've had slippery elm tea, I believe. Yes, Yeah. perfect. Perfect, that slippery elm tea. And in COVID, uh, especially when we're worried about this, taking the teas would be more beneficial than taking the capsules because what we want is we want the mucosa that's ex exposed to these pathogens sort of deflamed, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, marshmallow is another one. And, and of course, I'm not talking s'mores. I'm talking about the actual root. Uh, I believe it's native uh, to America. It's a Native American herb. Again, it's, it's a class of herbs that are known as demulsants. And what these herbs do is they, they produce mucilage. And that mucilage is what helps to protect your mucosa. Um, OSHA is another native OSHA. It's another Native American herb. Unfortunately, once again, we've seen these things triple and quadruple in price, which breaks my heart. Um, Lobelia is another one right now that's not on the radar, but Lobelia does have some contraindications with medications. So I would recommend for folks that are on medications, perhaps you go to the Mayo Clinic and, and their website and see if it's going to interfere with your herbs. But that's a good place to start. Okay, okay so that's, that's so helpful. I mean, those are really important tips and things that people I know will be interested in in at least trying. And I, as we, you know, wind up here now, I really want everybody to go to your Facebook page and listen in and even your website and get your book because we want to cut this inflammation. I think, you know, what you have to share is so vitally important right now in this time. And people, as you said, they're eating at home and they have time to prepare meals that are going to be less inflammatory. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing is, this is going to come back. It's going to mutate. That's not meant to scare anyone. It's not. But you have so much control over your health. 
you, I'm talking you, every single person that's listening here, you have so much control over your health, but you have to reduce inflammation. And are there going to be different supplements or herbs that you're going to need to take as a, as a new virus comes up? Absolutely. But the key is to lower inflammation. So uh, every Thursday night, 6.30 p.m., I'm giving talks, I'm updating. Uh, it's a Facebook Live. So the great thing is, is that you can answer your questions or you can ask your questions right then and there. And I not only answer them in real time, but I'll be answering them for the next 48 hours. Oh, that's so helpful. We thank you so much. And here on the East Coast, I mean, West Coast, it'll be 3.30. So now that people are sheltering in place, they can go on at 3.30 live as well. Yeah. Well, Lynn Janae, what a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your resources and your information. I'm so glad that you and your son are healthy now. And uh, this is so important for us. I really, I appreciate the supplements. I will be going on Amazon immediately and <laughs> trying to get some of those to help increase uh, immunity and strengthen my lung function and my family's lung function. So thank you. And what a pleasure. And I'm also going to be purchasing the plan because I want to I really want to get rid of inflammation in my body. I just don't want to lose weight, but. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I'm at my goal weight and I do the plan every single day of my life. The plan is a wonderful book. It's a super easy read, but um, it is seven, eight, nine years old. So I encourage anyone that reads the plan to, um, to download for free updated information from my website because I, I take data that I gather from all over the world to make your healing much faster. And that's what we want. I just that's want you to do And your, your website is just lynjanae.com. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it is. Well, Lynjanae, I wish you a happy, healthy, fabulous rest of our time sheltering in place. And thank you so much for sharing all of your information with us. Kim, thank you so much. And thank you for everything you do. You're helping so many people. Oh, I hope so. Well, let's get the word out and stay healthy, everyone.